again, good morning, Newbert, and happy Friday to everybody. This is City Talk Live with Lee and Sabrina. Are we going with that live thing? Well, no, let me, no, no. Uh, you know, let, Come on. okay. In the oh, in the spirit of transparency, Lee, bet us because you and I are so um, you're transparent. You're always calling me out. So in the spirit this of is <laughs> this is coming to you on Friday, March the twenty fifth. Good, good Friday. Friday. But we have. In transparency, letting you know we are recording this on Thursday, March the twenty fourth, because our studio doesn't operate on the, you know, on Good Friday. But so, I would have pretended it was Friday. You all know, day but if you'd we'll let to. everybody, you know, Happy Friday, Happy Good Friday. You know, I want to send a shout out to all my Christian friends and celebrate probably the most important day of of any calendar for all of us who believe in the the death and resurrection of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. So you know, a, a shout out to that. But we're coming to you live, recorded, whatever, from 94.1. WNBU. And we will WMBU. also, you can also listen to this broadcast um, live streaming. So would it be live streaming at that point? So I can think we, we're re- talking what back is that? To Let me talk to now. my producer. Podcast. A podcast. All right. So <laughs> click on our podcast. Go to our uh, website, which is talk newburn.net and you can listen to the podcast you can like us on facebook which is at talk newburn you can follow us on twitter at talk newburn and of course we love 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 the, all the comments and the emails we're getting and you can email us at citytalk at talk newburn.net lee happy happy thursday to you <laughs> i'm going with friday morning I'm, okay. I'm gonna pretend even though i'll be sitting there listening to it hey was there a full moon this week oh my Has everybody goodness. lost their minds Yeah, this week? I think it's been really kind of crazy out there. And you and I are going to have so much to talk about today, what's going on at City Hall. But, um, yeah, I think the moon is full. And I have to mention something. I saw you ranting and raving a little bit on your Facebook page. And, again, you know, in the spirit of transparency, that was a Lee Bettis rant. And uh, I'm going to give it all to him. I'm just, I will accept it okay, gladly. I am just kind of coming back a little bit. One little correction. Okay. One little correction. I about, stand corrected. About the, the architects that were hired. What the, what the proposal was is for them to come in and do – um, some work and design work for a, uh, I guess, a one-story space, retail or whatever the city has decided, with parking deck above it. And so that that is what they've asked to design as well as a design for the corner of South Front and Craven, formerly known as the Talbots Lot because that's what the School of Governments is studying. I don't know if they've been directed to it to do anything on the farmer's market lot. I'm not sure. I think it was only those two spaces. So um, well, I, well, I, I, the good news is they have finally given up on the Christchurch property. Thank you, Lord. Thank because, you, Lord. you know, Christchurch has told them not once, not twice, not three times, but about ten times that they are not interested in participating. And I, I hope I, I think the message has finally gotten through to them. Well, my point was that look, you're you're spending thirty one thousand dollars on renderings with an Indianapolis, Indiana um, uh, architecture firm. Look, look, look. The, the mayor ranted all the time about let's keep things in house. You have if you're or a department local. head, local. If you have to if you have to work if you're working for the city, a department head, it has to be local, 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 local. Well, now we're giving thirty one thousand dollars to you know, Indianapolis. I'm not sure. I don't even know if that place exists. Well, let me tell you something. I'm not sure if if an RFP was sent out how they did it. I would have hoped an RFP was sent out so that anybody would have the opportunity to bid on it. You know, if we don't have what's needed here to do the level 
level of work. I have no problem going outside, but at least put it out there. Let the local people look at it. You know, I'm sure somebody like, you know, Monty Belangia, Falkenberry, you know, uh, Tripure, those people who are in the architecture business, you know, may have been able to handle it. Don't know that for sure, but I hope they had an opportunity to at least look at that. Enough said. The rest of your rant and rave was very, very interesting, and I have to tell you that I, I somewhat agree with you. <laughs> you agree with me. Well, hold on. Is there another? We're inside, so I can't see if there's a star in the east, but if there was a star in the yeah, you agree really, with me. I, I, I do somewhat agree with you because it is insanity. First of all, let me, I hope people listening out there know that as a member of the, the TDA, which is the Tourism Development Authority, you know, we really weren't involved in the process of this, quote, unquote welcome center you know it's our job as tourism officials to provide you know a tourist information center which we do at the convention center now is is that optimal for downtown maybe not but let me remind you that each of our businesses in downtown newburn are their own welcome centers where they have information our visitor guide maps things like that and should be able to talk and we provide training for all merchants downtown to be their own centers and for 300 years city hall has been a welcome center what you more know, what more so welcoming true. place this is this is the deal. the The mayor wants to put a welcome center, forty three steps, just to aggravate four, me. You know, forty three <laughs> steps across the street from City and Hall. And he's succeeding. <laughs> oh, oh, come on, come on. You raise kids. We got thirty seconds. Who's our okay. guest today? Well, we're going to have a great show today because when we come back from break, we are going to have Priscilla Miller, who's the executive director of the Mercy Clinic, mm. and one of her board members, Newburn's own Johnny Robinson. Everybody knows Johnny Robin, and um, let me tell you something. He is a very engaged board member and. And when we come back after break, we're going to be talking Mercy Clinic. Get a cup of coffee, stay with us, and we'll be right back. We'll be right back. Good morning. Welcome back to City Talk uh, Semi-Live with Sabrina and Lee. Coming to you live from uh, the, the beautiful downtown Omarks building. We're in the, the penthouse looking out <laughs> over a gorgeous spring weekend it in is New Bern. Fabulous. The birds are fabulous. singing. The, Sky is clear. It's the best time to be alive in Newburn uh, on WNBU 94.1. Also on www.talknewburn.net. Stream with us. We're here today. Um, we got great guests today. Great guests today. And it's a very worthy cause. And um, they're going to tell us about the, the Mercy yeah. Clinic. Well, let's lead this in a little bit here because I'm really excited to have our guest today. Again, it's it's Priscilla Miller, the executive director of the Mercy Clinic. Good morning. Good morning. And Johnny Robinson, who is a board member. Good morning, Johnny. Good morning, Sabrina. Always Lee. glad to Thank have you. Thank you all you. for having us on. Well, uh, I mean, this is so important to our community. It's just mm -hmm. another area where um, New Bernians are reaching out to help those in need, and that's what is, is so important. There are so many people that are not covered by health insurance and can't even, I don't care what you say about Obamacare and all that other, you know, even Obamacare has a cost and there are people that don't even have enough money to get Obamacare. Well, believe it or not, Obamacare didn't fix everything. No, they surely didn't. So I was really moved by the article in the paper and I want you to talk a little bit about that several weeks ago and that's when, I, you know, Johnny and I talked a little bit and said we need to get this message out there and get you on the air. So talk a little bit about what the newspaper article was about. There, there, was, an, there was some misinformation in the public and you know how that happens one thing leads to another I do. Yeah, you know, yeah we've yeah, been right. there done that <laughs> and next thing you know there was an article in the paper talking about how we might be closing and this and that and mercy clinic is um financially we're probably not in the same position we were 
three, four years ago, and that has a lot of factors involved with it. A lot of it has to do with some grants. Um, one of the things when you're going for grants is they want to see companies or, or nonprofits in this situation that need the money. And it's one of those things where when you got money in the bank, it's kind of hard to go out there and cry poor because you got a couple hundred thousand at a bank and you got six months operating. So now, you know, it's kind of in a situation now where we're looking out, you know, we're trying to find other grants out there and try to try to get some money back in. And one of the things that I think we've done a poor job of as, as a board is getting the word of Mercy Clinic. I think a lot of people really kind of take the Mercy Clinic, I wouldn't say for granted, but people in the medical field know what the Mercy Clinic is. But the other people outside the business world that we live in, they don't understand how important the Mercy Clinic is to the community, and they don't understand like how much it helps things like the emergency room. How Absolutely. It is amazing. What, what's, tell us what the emergency, pretend like I don't know, and Sabrina does know, tell us what the Mercy Clinic does. All right. Well, I'll give this off to Sabrina, but, and I'll tell you, I'm going to let her talk, and then i got a quick story to tell about that later. This is Priscilla. <laughs> That's okay. <laughs> well, it's um, Sabrina's house. Sorry about that. Priscilla Miller, tell us what the what the Mercy Clinic is. Treat me like I know nothing. Okay, we we offer free care at no cost at no cost to the patient for those that have no insurance. They're residents of Craven, Jones, or Pamlico counties. They have income equal to or less than two hundred percent of the poverty line. They uh, adult eighteen to sixty four. No, no insurance, meaning they have to show us they don't have Medicare, no Medicaid, no BA benefits, nothing else that might take care of their health care for them. And, and do you guys, um, they're, they're doctors, surgeons, who, who is there? Where, where is it located and who is there? We are by the hospital. Uh, we're on Tatum Drive down the street from what I call the original Piggly Wiggly. And it's um, always been and continues to be a volunteer-based organization. Even though we have some paid um, employees, it really works by volunteer. And that means from the very top of the medical providers, the nurses, the dentists, the hygienists, all the way down to the data entry, the people at the front desk. All of them are volunteers. All of them are volunteers. It's pretty awesome. Yeah. We have, uh, last year we got uh, probably about 225 volunteers and about 18,000 18, hours of volunteer time. And it's there, it's the person that's outside mowing our lawn and doing the bushes. It's the people that are inside the clinic. We have one person who takes our recycles to the recycle place. So it's all of that is volunteers. So everyone from doctors and dentists? For most. We have one paid doctor who's there on Tuesdays and Thursdays. He's on a contract. Um, he provides primary care, and Dr. Heffington also speaks Spanish, which is great really for our population. Bueno. <laughs> mm -hmm. um, but we have we have interpreters, so that when people translators, so that when people come in without an interpreter, then we can help them get through the the process. Um, Karen is probably a little more difficult. We ask them to come with a translator, and we try to work out with Interfaith Refugee Mission to get someone to come with them. But it's primary care for the so people that have no insurance. Let me, let me just ask you something because, you know, we had Interfaith Refugee Ministry on here. Right. So I was under the assumption, and we know about that wonderful word, assume, um, that when these people come in through Interfaith Refugee Ministry, they are they, they are provided health care and other things like that. Is that not true? They get Medicaid for the first year. Ah, uh, for one year. One okay. year, and then after that they, they is when they come to us. 
okay. for continuing up their care because they can't get it mm -hmm. anywhere else. Well, what's a, what's is there a typical caseload that you guys see? What what's the typical problems you guys see over there? Chronic diseases is the most part. It's primary care, so we have the chronic diseases of diabetes, which is real high percentage in this area. We have um, COPD, respir res upper respiratory problems. We have a large number, of, a high number of smokers. Um, we have uh, hypertension. We have heart disease, heart problems. Those are the big four that we have. And we have some really good programs covering those. The other part of this is it's not only the free, you walk in the, in the center and you get to see the doctor, you also get your medications for free. So insulin, that is a high cost medicine to keep those diabetics in control, um, it, they get that for free. We feel very strongly that you can't provide medical care without providing the medicine that also goes along with it. It's part of the equation. Um, we have uh, limited, very limited dental care right now, which is another area that has a, a high unmet need. Yeah, and unfortunately, too, poor dental health leads to medical problems. Correct. There's a so it's, a, it's mm -hmm. like the, the window into the body, yeah. and sometimes when you have, you know, bad, poor dental health, then it's going to lead to... Yeah, there's a direct correlation uh, of no doubt poor dental it. health and heart disease. Yeah. Direct correlation between the two. All right, and your background, we're talking off there, your background is the... In health educator. Health educator. And mm -hmm. do, you, do, you, um, do you also have programs where you go out into the community educating? Not here, not for this. We have them in-house, though. <coughs> Excuse me. We have a pulmonary clinic where people who have COPD come. They, um, they get tested. They walk around the building, and they get see what their PFT or their pulmonary function is, how much they're, how well they're able to breathe and bring oxygen in. Uh, they, get, um, they get education on what's actually happening to them. They get education if they're a smoker on what, where they can go to stop smoking, get, uh, get that support. Um, they get Pneumovax. They get uh, flu vaccines. Okay, that's one education program. We also have an education program for our diabetics, and we have a series of three classes where they learn what is actually happening in their body, what's going on for them, um, how they can change their behaviors. We're not asking them to make these huge behavior changes. We just want one thing, one thing at a time. To and are people to receptive to that? For the most part, you've got, uh, it, like with anything, you've got some that are just not ever going to do what they need to do, and you've got others who are great at what they do, and there are good cases, and we use them as role models. Well, let's, let's just give the stats for last year. 2015, mm -hmm. you had uh, 2,000 unique visits, 33,000 prescriptions, uh, 14,000 plus, um, a lot more volunteer hours, mm -hmm. 200 dental procedures, and 295 behavioral health visits. You Correct. guys are extremely busy. All the time. It's not uh, just a Tuesday and Thursday when that office is, is going. It's all week long. If we're not having a clinic, we're getting ready for a clinic. We're taking care of charts. We're getting people referred to where they need to go. Uh, we're, we're ordering the medications. We're filling prescriptions for refills. Always something is happening there. And so my question would be, does it just all go on volunteer and, um, and, and good spirits, or do you guys need money? It <laughs> takes money to run this That's clinic. what I'm getting yeah. at. That's what I'm we, getting at. We do the, the, uh, the prescriptions last year were $4.7 4 million. million. Dollars. Mm -hmm. And so there, you need money to get involved. Well, you need people to get some involved. Of that, some of that comes under the what's called the 
pharmacy assistance programs, the na name brand drugs we can apply on behalf of the patient and we can get that in for free. But there are some, as the things go from name brand down to a generic, it's no longer available on those programs and we have to purchase it and we have to get it because the patient is still having that disease, still needs to be treated, but it's a different process. So this morning, this morning we are having the uh, Mercy Clinic uh, challenge. It's a dollar per dollar challenge. Uh, the Mercy Clinic will match up to uh, $500. $500. And the number, I'm going to put the number out before I tell you because we're going to put the number out there a lot. It's 252-631-5128. Mercy Clinic challenge. They need it. What is it? Okay. It's a dollar for dollar match up to $500. It's Dr. John and Maria Cho who, who are, are giving awesome. this, doing this challenge for us. Um, they, uh, Maria used to volunteer in our clinic. Uh, Dr. Cho does, uh, takes our referrals for um, the oncology. So they are very important to our clinic, lots of history with our clinic. And so we thank them for, for doing this challenge and people can call that telephone number, 631-5128. They can go online onto the website, mercyclinic.org, M-E-R-C-I clinic.org. They can do PayPal, they can do a credit card, they can send us a check, any of those ways that they can do a donation. And right. the, the challenge will go from this morning until 4 o'clock this afternoon. And what percentage of that money brought in goes directly into patient services? For every dollar that we receive, $8.80, just under $9 of services are provided what? for patients. It's for every dollar that's brought in, every you give $8.80. I thought I was reading that wrong. No, that's correct. That so is you, correct. So you actually plant $1 and it grows into $8.80. Yes, yeah. <laughs> Seeing uh -huh. a nonprofit get an added value on a dollar is, is great. Mm -hmm. How does that happen? With the volunteers or how does that happen? It's the donations. It's the things that are the volunteers that provide the services. It's our community that's also helping us provide uh, different services. Um, we have some that we can refer to that do pro bono. The hospital helps us by doing all of our labs for at no cost, which is a big help for us. Um, we have uh, the we have grants. We restrict the grants and donations. We don't get any federal money. We don't get any state money. Um, the county helps us out each year, but it's grants and donations, and that's how we survive. All right. And the the, the Mercy Clinic challenge today from what seven to four. Um, call six three one. Five one two eight. It's a dollar for dollar challenge from the Cho's. They will match up to five hundred dollars. Come on, guys. This well, is a and great, what a great way. F it's Easter, yes. you know. Yeah. And when you think about it, um, I got a little um, a, a note from somebody shared with me today, and it's really interesting. And you know, this is appropriate time to say that it said, "As many mark the death and resurrection of Jesus Christ, we invite you to join with us." and reflecting on the values that you hold dear. What are we willing to sacrifice for the love of your sisters and brothers? How can we better support those making the sacrifices perfect. for us? Absolutely perfect. So therefore, because of that sacrifice, if you're listening to us right now, you know, $5, $10, $25, anything will help because every time you make that donation, the Chos are going to match it with a dollar up to $500. And, you know, this money is going to go directly to the patients. Correct. It really helps them. 
And I know, you know, I want to get you to talk about your fundraising all year long because, you know, your big function every year is the Mercy Clinic Ball, which you have. It's usually in the fall. Johnny does a great job in putting on a great party, and it helps to, you know, raise a lot of money. And I know we look forward to it every year, and it takes Can I tell one story about a person that donates all the time? Absolutely. She writes us a handwritten letter, um, and she will put in a dollar or two dollars. One time it was five but it's all probably every other month that she will donate a dollar here. This is, I'm, I'm sending this to you so you, you can help somebody else. I'm okay, but somebody else needs this. And it's a dollar every, every other month at least. That's, that's just wonderful. I, I mean, it is beyond wonderful. Well, and I, I think the thing that's really important about Mercy Clinic, people don't understand, this is day-to-day care, and the people get better. And that's what's, that's when it really has a, an impact on the community. I mean, and I'm going to let Scylla tell you a story about it. Well, hold on. Came. What do you mean? What do you mean day-to-day care and people are getting better? What does that mean? Okay. Well, I'm going to let her give you a story real quick, okay? All right. <laughs> okay. We have one patient. Actually, I, two stories. One is someone who has uh, was nagged and nagged, and I really call it nagging to quit smoking. And she um, finally gave in and attended the smoking cessation class and gave up cold turkey and has never smoked again. And comes in all the time. If I hadn't talked with you, I wouldn't have been, I wouldn't have been able to stop. And, and thank you so much. The other one is a story of a guy who came into our office for, he needed, he was having trouble with his knees and he came in because of that problem. And his first visit, the nurse is listening to his heart uh, and his blood pressure and says, something's not right, something's not right. Had the doctor come in, the doctor then listened to it and said, I'm not, I'm not sure that this is cor- really what should be happening and sent him over to the hospital to the emergency room. And it turned out that he was having heart surgery two days later because of what they had discovered at the clinic. Had he waited too much longer, he would not have, Mm -hmm. yeah, he would not be here. And a year and a half later, (laughs) poor guy has been on Coumadin and had to get his blood stabilized and get all of that. And he finally had double knee surgery about, trying to think of how long ago it was probably two months ago and does the mercy clinic pay for that too no the mercy clinic does not he is probably one of the people that is in through voc rehab because he wants to go back to work he had come to get something fixed to go back to work we um cannot pay for things that are outside of the clinic we just don't have that money well i want to remind folks at home you're listening to uh, City Talk with Sabrina and Lee on WMBU 94.1. Uh, we're talking Mercy Clinic. This is not, this isn't controversial. This is necessary, necessary, necessary. Well, it's beyond uh, necessary because it's helping the least of those, you know, and that's what you look at. And give us an idea of like how many patients you see in a day. I don't think people really understand how many people come through there. Uh, What's an average I'm, day I'm, like? I'm adding it together in my head. Dr. Heffington probably sees between 20 and 25 patients a day. Then we have the volunteer doctors who come, and they see between 8 and 10 apiece. Um, specialty doctors. So we're talking 20, 30, 40 to 45 patients a day. Per day. Per so day. that just mm-hmm. says to you who that many people in our community really – need this and what they need and what you've done so beautifully on a shoestring for so long and Mm -hmm. providing the service and um, I think I know Johnny Rob well enough to know that um, 
when he commits to something, he puts his, his self and his passion behind it. It's because it's for something right. Johnny Rob. And yeah. so he has been he has like got, been so. behind this for a long time. And you've got great people on your board. Coach, some of those other people. And I know they are dedicated public service. We're, we're lucky to have a great board. We're lucky to have good volu- great volunteers. We're lucky to have great staff. I'm going to tell you a real quick story. Nancy Alexander, what Lee Knott called me about five years ago, five and a half years ago, and said, hey, uh, we got some openings on the Mercy Clinic board. I'd like for you to go on the board with us. And I said, well, I really don't know much about Mercy Clinic, Lee, and, and I didn't at the time. So I said, why don't you do me a favor? Set up a lunch. I'm going go to go to lunch with Nancy Alexander, and I want her to tell me all about Mercy Clinic. So we went to lunch, uh, went to Famous Subs. I went to that lunch with every intention of buying Nancy's lunch and listening and say, Nancy, I'm a little too busy. I, I just don't have time for this. <laughs> thank you, but no thank you. And I've been in that boat before. You, you've been in that boat before. <laughs> so I'm, I'm sitting there, and she's telling me what Mercy Clinic does, the same way Scylla's sitting here telling. And I realize how tight that net is and, and who this clinic treats in the public. People that don't make enough money where they can go out and afford those things. They might have kids at home. And you got to think 200% of poverty, what is that, Twenty-seven, twenty-eight thousand dollars For a single person. Yeah, there, there, there's a lot of working people in New Bern that don't make enough money that they're able to go out and buy that health insurance for that, you know, $500,000 a month. And I started thinking, you know, this is really a worthwhile cause. And to me, the thing that sticks out is where are those people going to go if there's no Mercy Clinic? Right. The hospital. Right. And you're going to have an emergency room that's jam-packed with, you know, yes, there's going to be people that have true emergencies, but there's going to be people that just have their blood pressure up and, and something's going wrong and, and they you know they need a quick fix and by people going to the mercy clinic on a day you know on a on a regular basis people are actually able to get better like we're talking about right and it's just so important and you know it does take a lot of volunteers there may be a listener you know we're, we're asking for donations right now but you may have the ability to just volunteer your time and to file you may be a retired nurse you may be retired from some healthcare profession out there new to newburn listening today and say you know i really want to give back in some way even if it's a day a week can we, they call that same number need, and uh, uh, we especially need uh, volunteers in our pharmacy and in our lab we have what's called a clea wave so we don't we don't do finger we do finger sticks but we're not drawing blood we're not doing big expensive things and those are two places where we are really needing volunteers and they can go on the website to to um, do an application right on the website and that's That's again mercyclinic.org.org and so we're going to put all of that on our website too so if anybody wants to go to talknewburn.net all of this information will be up there as well want to remind everybody mercy clinic we're here with the mercy clinic challenge today until four o'clock uh doc the chos dr cho uh is sponsoring this dollar for dollar challenge and his up wonderful to five, wife maria <laughs> yeah the chos together okay uh, and the sponsoring this up to five hundred dollars dollar for dollar match call six three one five one two eight Right. In six three one five one two eight. I feel a bit like uh, NPR right now. <laughs> right. Don't and you start the Diane Reams? Can thing? I do my Diane Reams, please? <laughs> no. But it's the shows who do the challenges on the on the NPR too. Right. Yes. Well, <laughs> let's let's do let's do this challenge. Six three one five one two eight to support your favorite charity, Mercy Clinic. That would be it'd be a great thing. So what what else can we tell the public and the people that are listening there today about the importance of Mercy Clinic? Uh, we we are there for the people who have nothing. Uh, uh, you were talking about ACA before. Uh, it hardly touched us. Right. Um, that it hardly <laughs> it hardly touched a lot of people. I'm sorry to tell you that. <laughs> <laughs> sorry. We had, I was we trying really? not to be political. <laughs> 
<laughs> I am so apolitical. I don't get involved in those kind yeah, of. Yeah, okay. I'm uncomfortable talking politics. <laughs> All right, now we got one minute. Coming but I am comfortable talking <laughs> let, about let, the let Mercy Clinic let, Challenge. Six three one five one two eight. I'm comfortable <laughs> talking I? about that. You keep your politics out of the lady. <laughs> I know we're doing the challenge, but can I also quickly mention that we're also doing a um, a Doctor's Day honor. Doctor's Day is the 30th, and if people would like to do a donation in honor of their favorite doctor, they can do that as well. Uh, we are Dr. Zhivago. That's my favorite. Dr. Zhivago. Okay. <laughs> but that's going on until December 30th. I'm December. Okay. How about March? March 30th. <laughs> March 30th. That makes well, more that, sense. Yeah, that would that mm -hmm. would be great. Well, we're we're going to get ready to wrap up here because we're going to break, and then we come back. If you want a few uh, closing comments, we'll be back. But um, we're having great discussion. One more cup of coffee, and uh, what have I got? Five, four, three, two, one. Uh, we're coming right back, and we're going to be wrapping up talking about Mercy Clinic and make your challenge. Call the number. Get involved. Do something good today. And we are back live with Lee and Sabrina on City Talk, kind of live. We are recording on a Thursday, March the 24th. Uh, but you are hearing this uh, on Friday, March the 25th in our normal hour from 8 to 9 a.m. Uh, we are here, 94.1. WNBU. And you can listen WNBU. to our podcast or any of our other shows that we've had on in, in the past at talknewburn.net. You can like us on Facebook. You can follow us on Twitter. We tweet sometimes. Tweet. And of course, we tweeted. want all your comments. You can email us at citytalk at talknewburn.net. And we've been having great conversation today with Priscilla Miller, who's the executive director of the Mercy Clinic, along with one of her board members, Newburn's own Johnny Robinson. <laughs> Thank you for having us once again. <laughs> well, we're great. And so um, when we were going to break, we were talking about some additional fundraisers. You know, again, we're here with the challenge, a dollar-for-dollar dollar match by Dr. and Mrs. John Cho, and that's $500. They'll match every dollar that's raised up to $500, but you've got some additional fundraisers. So let's talk about a little bit of that. We're trying to make sure that Mercy Clinic is in the community, yeah, yeah. and the C in Mercy is for community. So um, we want, um, we'd like to announce that May 6th, we'll be doing uh, a night, a fundraiser night at Zaxby's from 5 o'clock to 8 o'clock. So they'll people should go there and eat at Zaxby's. Right, and, uh -huh. May, and that's a Friday night. So mm -hmm. it's that Friday, May 6th, Zaxby's, 5 to 8 p.m. 10% of the profits taken in will be given to the Mercy Clinic. Perfect. Awesome. And then the next one would be June 2nd, and it's at Beer Army Burger. Mm. And that will be all day that the profits will be uh, donated to the Mercy Clinic, a percentage of the profits. So you can get food, you can get wine you can get uh, beer. beer we have 16 craft beers on tap at uh, 16 at beer army mm -hmm. burger company gotta put a little plug in there <laughs> if nothing Miller else Light, come, come see the general dustin kane Strauss. <laughs> we'll make sure he's there that day okay the last thing i would like to do is thank the community for their response for everything they do for us uh just th this community is wonderful and we, we want to thank them, and, and we're proud of our community. We really are. Newburn is a special, special place. We have special people, and I've never seen such volunteerism in my whole life mm -hmm. in this wonderful community. So, you know, but if you're out there and you're listening and you do want to get involved, Mercy Clinic is looking for volunteers. They'd love to have you come out and, and serve in some way. If you can't, you know, everybody has a treasure, and some people have monetary treasures, and other people have other treasures that they can give to these organizations. So look in your chest, your treasure chest, and see what you can pull out and give to the Mercy Clinic. Johnny, parting thoughts? And my, my parting thought is, is just that. I mean, we, the, 
the community is what makes this organization. So if you are a retired nurse, retired doctor sitting at home wondering, you know, I don't like this retirement gig. Well, we got a gig for you. <laughs> right. It might not Even pay. Even it's one day a week. You yeah, gotta exactly. Gig, right? Exactly. We need the help. We need reliable volunteers. And they're, they are the core. And we also need money. Let's call it what it is. Yeah. Just because we're a nonprofit business doesn't mean we're not a business. It, we, it still takes expenses to keep the lights on and things like that. Um, so, and I know y'all know all about the power in New Bern, so. Yeah, which I did reduce, our board did reduce uh, electric rates all over Eastern Carolina. They did Carolina. a great job. Yes, yep. yes, so, um, you know, so, it's Hey, important. so what, what, what we're going to do is we'll say one more time, the dollar per dollar challenge brought to you by the Chose. Um, call today up to 4 o'clock. Uh, make sure you call. Please call. The Chose will match up to $500 if you call 631 five one two eight once again that's six three one five one two eight or go to mercy m-e-r-c-i clinic.org uh you can you can donate there find out how to donate also it looks like the major sponsors relo um carolina medical home uh home medical mm -hmm. they are major sponsors and want to thank them i also want to say one one thing that we never get in there thank you to henry hinton for giving newburn this radio station. Thank Absolutely. you to Henry Hinton giving for giving us, us the this opportunity yep. to get on to there and stuff. showcase all Henry, of this. Henry deserves big kudos for that. Ooh, go so Henry. Go Pirates. Go, go Henry. Go Pirates. <laughs> Give him a call and tell him that you like this show. Yeah, better yet. Um, go ahead and advertise on the station. He would really That would really make him happy. So Absolutely. <laughs> all right. Thank you all for having no, us. We really do so appreciate much. it. We do appreciate it, and we hope that you have a wonderful Easter holiday. Thank you. You too. Thank you very much. You're welcome. Come back and see us. We, you know what? Come back in several months and tell us how the challenge went and uh, how the fundraising's going because we do want to update or, or email us at citytalk at talknewburn.net. So <laughs> sounds good. Have a Thanks, good day. Thanks, I think Thanks, I may call that challenge number at 631-5128 so that I can donate and have my dollars matched by the Chos. Right. That's awesome. Yes. And you go, John. You go, Maria. We're great Newburnians. All right, Lee, let's talk about the city. Tell me what, what your thoughts are this week about the city of Newburn. All right. For, uh, that, look, I know I asked did, a bad question. I did, apologize to all my friends and enemies out there. Did, did you watch the meeting the other night as I did? And we always do. I, I watched the meeting the other night, and towards the end of the meeting, a, an accountant comes on, a certified public accountant, given the city. Where is he from? Um, is he is he the city's certified public accountant? Is McGladry the people who do our audit? I don't or know is his it pedigree. Somebody else? I don't know his pedigree. That's that wasn't the whole issue. The, but you have to go on. It's in the last. It's in the last quarter of the meeting, and there is a uh, mayor outlaw telling the this uh, just ranting and raving about how this accountant is wrong and how he's right about these numbers it's like look let and this is one of the problems and we're going to get into why it's a problem you have to hire the best people with degrees and listen to their advice dana outlaw mayor outlaw you are not a cpa i'm sorry you are not and do not do, you know when a cpa with a degree tells you something don't go and get ugly and go on a rant and rave about it the other thing i was going to talk about is when you yeah it's it's this it's this putting your opinion before common sense or smart people. The the other thing was the Dunn building, absolutely insanity. Wanting to put another wanting to put another um, welcome center forty three steps away from City Hall. You want and, and I'll tell you why. You want to spend you want to spend you want to spend Whoa. money on something. <laughs> you want to spend some money on something that's a hateful thing you're doing. It's a hateful thing you're doing. Well. And last last month, last week, sorry, the county initiated this Operation Clean Sweep. They went around 
picked up criminals off the streets, served warrants, blah, 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 blah. Astounding to me, Newburn has 680 outstanding warrants. 680. Is that out- truly? That is, is that abso- really true? That is absolutely okay. true. It, it is statistics. Outstanding be- warrants for people who have broken the law and they've not These arrested or they can't find them. 680 alleged, and I will say alleged criminals okay. because I'm a defense attorney, but 680 outstanding warrants for people. That's Newburn PD. The other jurisdictions in Craven County and the surrounding areas have 80 total. So don't talk to me about putting bathrooms in 43 steps away and a welcome center 43 steps away from City Hall when you can't even do the basics of serving warrants, well, Mayor Outlaw. And, you know, let me clear up some information because in all due respect, I you know, all due respect. I'm, I'm, much I'm transparent. Let's tell it like it is. Um, you know, as part of the agreement when the Dunn Building was purchased, um, was that there be a public amenity on a piece of property that was deeded over to the city that was part of the original Dunn Building property. Now, this was negotiated prior to Denny and I and our, our spouses getting involved in purchasing it. And the word bathroom was in it, but we were like, ah, that's their, they would never do that. That's so silly. That's silliness. So, uh, sure enough, you know, they've come forward with having to put two bathrooms. It's 450 square feet, two bathrooms, and a so-called welcome center. And, you know, it, it really does concern me. It's not well thought out. It's, as far as I'm concerned, it's vindictiveness towards Denny and I because they're still mad that we purchased that building. What does it matter? We're making something good happen. What's needed there is how about a – it's the, the statute, the North Carolina statute says it must be a public – amenity of which there is a list so therefore it could be a pocket park why not plant some nice shrubs or flowers and put some benches a fountain something where people could have a respite or you could put a piece of beautiful art we have so many artists and artisans make some public art because what they should be concentrating on is the lot across the street and putting a parking deck you know the bathroom issue i will debate that to the end of time the bathroom issue, you know, I, I tried to help that by upgrading the Pepsi store, and we have two public restrooms inside that store. Go to the nobody, Pepsi store. No, and we are open seven days a week from 10 to 6. Nobody has ever been denied use in that store. That is and, a, a half and a, then a block away talk, from the city hall. I have talked to many of the merchants downtown, and they're like, hey, if somebody needs to use the bathroom, they can come in and use it. I've never turned anybody away. So I don't understand what I think our so-called board of aldermen and our mayor, they listen to a very few instead of a very many. They never once sent a representative to the downtown council or talked to any of the leaders in downtown businesses to ask what our opinions were. They listened to a few people who continue to make noise. Well, here's here's the deal. You know, objectively. And it's the truth. And if ob- anybody would like to question me on it, any of the aldermen, whatever, I, you know, proof is in the pudding, and I'll be glad to show you all the information. Objectively, objectively, we have the we have the Swiss Bear as a welcome center. We have the convention center, which is a welcome center. We have City Hall, which is the most welcoming of all places. At least, you know, I was a lawyer when I was mayor, and I would take time out every day to welcome people down there. There are already people staffing there, and we don't need another welcome center. I mean, or either that or just turn every business well, downtown into a welcome center. Well, they didn't even court, you know, and a welcome center, I, I believe that the city manager 
um, his thought process, and it was his Don't thought process, thought not process. the boards, that there'd be something for the Swiss, you know, that talks about our Swiss heritage and they can hand our out connection. Cheese. Wait a second. Come on. Quit. It's delicious. And it's got holes in it. with Bern, Switzerland. I think that's a good idea, but it's not well thought out. What kind of person puts holes in cheese? I love it. It is not well thought out. Let's work together. This vindictiveness, this meanness, you know, this has got to go away. And I saw so much of that the other night on the board meeting, not only with that issue, with the stormwater issue, with this, um, you know, uh, agenda item for uh, putting uh, the the money, the Oh, what do you call the money? The appropriation, special appropriations or the discretionary funds. Excuse me. I'm so sorry. But the <laughs> discretionary funds. She's crazy. Yeah, she's I, pointing I get, off fingers. She's, she's getting flustered and, and crazy. Then, My God, it's insanity. Insanity, it's folks. I can't so tell bad. you. you so bad. Insanity. And if you watched it, because I can't even watch it anymore because it makes me nauseous. Can I say um, it one more time? Inconceivable. <laughs> All right. You are so bad. Um, that was a good impression. What did they end up doing about the consent agenda because they've decided they want to Odom wants to look into the consent agenda because they didn't make a decision on it. Not that I saw, but I, I I just, I was totally shocked and astounded and aghast when the mayor went on a tirade. You know me, I'm of delicate sensibilities, but the consent agenda, even, even to bring it. And the funny thing to me is that when I came into office and prior to coming to office, the mayor would call me on a regular basis and say to me, we got to get rid of this consent agenda because, you know, this is where they're sliding in everything. You know, this doesn't look good. We've got to be transparent. We've got to do this. We've got to do that. And I'm like, yes, you're absolutely right. One of the very first things we did in office that night in December was to outlaw the, you know, do away, sorry, do away with the uh, consent agenda. Flustered again. <laughs> with the consent agenda and make sure that the public could see every vote you we don't do consent agendas yes, if you want to be transparent. does it make the meeting last longer it sure does but we are there to serve the public the public deserves the right to know exactly what the agenda item is what we're voting on that it's not all grouped together there's nothing more untransparent than to do something like that so that really Ooh, really bothers hold me on, hold on. then what real and then what also bothers me is this new business agenda item that they put on there so they could bring up new business without putting it on the agenda and then vote on it makes me crazy she's out of her mind crazy <laughs> look the bottom line is we're talking about good government and good good government practices you know democracy has never been efficient or efficient and it shouldn't be i used to tell the board when they asked me to do a consent agenda because some of them wanted to get home and do other things i said look the deal is we're going to stay here we're going to talk about each and every issue I have an uncanny ability to stay awake all night, and we're going to do it if the we have to to get people's business done. The only thing I would agree done. to a consent agenda is for street closing, something like that, where you can group them all together and say we've got five streets that are requesting to be closed. I don't, I don't have a problem with that unless it is uh, controversial. And I have yet, in the four years that I was on the board, ever to see controversy for the for, for the extra closing. two minutes it takes to do a, an agenda item on a street I closing. Totally agree. The practice of consent agendas is just it's it's not 
not good. It's how it's how you slip things in. Yeah. Just like the new business uh, new business section where they put in these motions and I they know. whip them by they whip them by people and they vote on these new motions. The public hasn't had a chance to hear about them. And you know, hey, let's give ourselves a let's say something really ridiculous: healthcare for life, and let's vote on it without anybody thinking about it. Well, that, or yeah. raising taxes on a Saturday when nobody's around. I it's, know. These are nonsensical things well, that are not conducive to good government. Thing, yeah, it's not conducive to good government. And, you know, the other thing is we are elected by the citizens to represent their voices. And if the truth be known and you went to all the voices in your district or even would, in my head, you would say that they would want they would want the information and they would want to, you to know that you are being transparent and that. You know, the information you're putting out there is well thought out, well researched, and you've got a handle on what's nothing, going on. Nothing this board is doing, and one final, nothing that this board is doing is well thought out or well researched, including putting a welcome center 43 well, steps. Well, hold on. Yeah. The other thing that's big this that. week, totally. the other thing big this week, uh, Mayor Outlaw uh, went down with a group of Marines down to the new building they bought and just started whacking the camera buffer where zone. Is the new, where is the new building the at? New Lawson Creek Law Park. It's right by Lawson. In Creek Park, there's going to be an. They instead of funding the 17 unfunded positions or uh, at the police department, they go buy a new building, and then Mayor Outlaw to get around the environmental regulations gets a group of volunteers and you know I guess his machete and his pitchfork or whatever else he carries around the back. They whack down a sensitive environmental buffer zone over at Lawson <laughs> Creek. The state <laughs> called them out on it. Notices of violation. Notices from CAMA go out. The city is having to use the city's having to use taxpayers' dollars to abate this in this violation of a sensitive nursery area. Why? Because you want to go out there and I got me a hatchet. I got me an axe. That's, that's what it fair. was. That's that's, that's exactly but how things are thought imagine. out. I know. Well, let's go whack it down with camera schmama. Yeah. And then well, this he probably didn't even know. But oh come on, he's in real. You're telling me someone in real estate, yeah. uh, as he allegedly is. I always try to give the real benefit of the doubt. Doesn't know. You know how if it you is. don't know about camera laws for the city, and you're in politics, you know darn well that he didn't get the city staff to do it because he was trying to do it uh, uh, without following the regulations. And, and so now, guess what? It's coming back, and that's everything. Nothing is planned out. Everything well, is behind. Again, we said everything no is vision, underground. But I will tell you, everybody, watch out because they are going gangbusters and trying to get all these projects Where? going. Well, you're seeing behind Tryon Palace, the horseshoe. You know, they're they're doing that project, which again, I thank think God if they that was really a project I selected well, and Dana no, no, voted no. against back in a. Well, let me tell you something. If they really thought about it, it really, should I like be that green project. Space. They're making one. One bit of road because they want to facilitate, you know, traffic back there. But, you know, they're in a hurry to get everything done because they want to be able to tell the voters next year, 17 is coming, it's an election year, that, hey, guys, look, look at all that we've done. Yay for us. We're making something happen. Oh, and at come the on. End That's very day, cynical, Sabrina. It's all about It's all about Very vision. cynical. I wouldn't believe anybody would do that. It's all about vision. It's I'm all shocked. about thought process. And, you know... If if I don't ever do anything again in this city, and I probably won't, the one yes, thing I'm going to do is help to get rid of the meanness because this vindictiveness, this I'm going to get you back, I'm going to pay you back for what you did attitude is going to go away. And we're going to get ready to, to go to break here in a few minutes. And when we come back, we're going to be kinder and gentler. I am? Yeah, both of us. I, I was How kind this entire time. <laughs> it's you, crazy, hopped up on caffeine. No, really, I just, you know, Five, it is. It, four. Okay. We're going to break, and we'll be right back to wrap it up.
And we are back in with City Talk live. Not really live. I'm making that up. It's Thursday. <laughs> but it's Friday morning. Yeah, we're for recording you guys. today. Yeah, we do want everybody to know that um, we are recording this show uh, because it the holiday on Friday, Good Friday, and our studios are closed in Greenville. So we wanted to make sure you still had our show uh, uh, from 8 to 9 a.m. And of course, you can always go to our website, which is talknewburn.net, and listen to our podcast and any of our shows we've had in the past. And we want to thank everybody because we're getting a lot of hits. People are going to our website. They're downloading our shows. What's our website? www.talknewburn.net. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. And I do want to give a shout out. My dad's here in the studios with us today. Lively as ever. Yes, lively as ever. And I want to wish him a belated happy birthday. Yesterday was his birthday. So, Daddy, happy birthday. Happy birthday, Hope you had a good day and uh, looking looking forward to celebrating next week a little bit more, aren't we? So, um, you know. And you wanted to come back in this segment and be um, kinder and gentler. And yes, we were talking before about the Lawson Creek environmental disaster. And so I want to talk unicorns. Dane and I are going to go out and slaughter those things this weekend. Mayor and Al Uniforms? and I. Uniforms? Unicorns. Unicorns. We're talking kinder and gentler. This You're is our so next bad. project, okay. Rid Newburn of Unicorns. Now, what we need to do is. You know, yeah. everybody, you know. Entirely too many unicorns here. You know here. what's really interesting? Most people don't care about this lake. Most people. Why? They don't care about busy. their tax dollars? No, they're busy. They're working. They're um, they're trying to take care of their families. Um, whatever you should care about your dollars. Stuff, you know, whatever. And most they people care, don't. Sabrina. But they, they do care. They do care at the end of the day. But somebody they do has care because be they tell me they care. Somebody has to be a voice for the other side. And that's that's the problem. I, I think that's the reason we're here every Friday. The number one question I get about, about this board, what are those idiots doing? That's, that is the number one question well, I but get. But do you think they said that about us? No, of course not. They said, gosh, that Lee Bettis is a quiet, mild-mannered guy that we... You know, I tried to be very... Look, when you lower electric rates for all of eastern North Carolina, when you take over the housing authority and you reduce violent crime by 75%, when you stop the city from taking a $41 million fiasco bridge... You know, these are the things they ranted and raved about, but those are the things we got done. You know, we're not going out there well, with a sledgehammer some other beating done, turtles but I wish there was more of a vision. I wish we had the, a vision. I wish the meanness would go away. I just, it's just an incredible to me. Well, then let's say something how nice. How mean and short, short-sighted. Well, you know, we're going to say nice. This is Easter weekend. This we've is got a beautiful a few, weekend. We've got a few minutes to go here before we end the show. And, you know, again, I I'm going to New York. You're going to New York. Good for you. Good. I'm going to go up there and spend Easter in St. Patrick's Cathedral at awesome. the 12 o'clock mass. Awesome. It's going to be wonderful. Thing. And it'll be beautiful because I've been at St. Patrick's Cathedral during Easter time. And, I mean, there must be a thousand lilies in there. It's absolutely gorgeous. And it's fun. Maybe you'll see the Easter parade. Uh, you know the Macy's Easter Parade? No, it's not the Macy's. It's you know the Easter Parade where everybody walks up and down Fifth Avenue with their hats on. So that's I gotta the get a hat. You need to watch that movie Easter Parade with Judy Garland and Fred Astaire. I mean, it's like so famous. I love that Judy Garland. She was <laughs> such a strong woman, and what a great voice she has. I idolize her and share. This is uh, you're absolutely right. You no, know, I'm, just I'm, I'm going to go back to that what I read before, and I do want to close out with this today too because it is Good Friday. And um, very good Friday, you know, um, our Lord did give up his life in order, you know, to atone for the sins of mankind, whether you're a Christian or a non-Christian, our beliefs are only truly right if we are willing to back them up with our actions. We can all, you know, espouse our belief in fairness. We can all talk about the importance of justice and we can all pay lip service to the values of life, 
liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. But guess what? <coughs> unless she we are, up. yeah, I am. Unless we are willing to act, that talk means very little. And that's what you and I do here every week. We we talk, but we act. And I think that's what's important. You know, as people who have dedicated their careers to work for the greater good, like we talked about the Mercy Clinic, they are no doubt aware of the fact that sacrifice and service are two sides of the same coin. Some big and some small sacrifices are made every day. So, you know, what are we willing to sacrifice for the love of our brothers and sisters? How can we better support those who are making sacrifices to us? So, What better way to end this? Call the Mercy Clinic today. Exactly. 631-5128, Mercy Clinic Challenge. Chos are going to double the money. Right. Call and, them, please. And for those of you out there who serve in some way, whether you serve the public good, whether you serve the good of your church, your school, whatever it is, um, I'm here to thank you for the work that you do and the sacrifices you made. I, Lee, I know you feel the same. And I hope I everybody do. will have a, a wonderful and a blessed Easter. It's going to be a beautiful weekend. The kids are out hunting eggs. So with that, Lee, happy Easter to you. Happy and Easter to you, Sabrina. guess what? I hope we'll see you on the sidewalks. See and hey, tell sidewalks. us what's going on in Newburn. We want to talk about it. Have a great weekend.